Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back, and that's all we do. My name is Robert Padnick. With me as always is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hi, Robert. I'm so happy to be here. Great. Thank you. That's it? Thank you, sir. Okay. Yeah, I was waiting. Huh. Impolite. That's odd. It's funny to have someone on my podcast and not be thanked. Yeah. Not even a thank you. I mean, Mm. kind of going out on a limb here, (laughs) giving you an opportunity to kind of show your stuff to the nation. Of course. Of course. Well, I'm a polite young man, and I thank you for having me, Um, and I am very happy to be here. I'm very grateful as well. Well, we're excited to see you do your your thing. Yeah, see what you got. You've been kind of like... On the circuits as a kind of a Bible comedian. Yeah. <laughs> and a Bible comedian that doesn't know anything about the Bible. A specific niche of Bible comedian. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, the, the biggest national platform for uh, common, comedic commentary about the Bible without knowing anything about the Bible. Yeah. So far, this is like my manager was telling me, like, this is the show you want to get on. Yeah. You know, this is the one, it's the kind of the only one that has anything in common with what you already do. Yeah, you're you're going to need to nail it. Yeah. This is the make or break. Yeah, because if you don't do this, you're like, you have nothing going on in your life. And this is the make or break episode. Everyone knows that the chapter after the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. is is the chapter it's the kingmaker of the Bible. In terms of unknowing Bible comedians, this is the one. And of course, we both don't know exactly what will happen in this chapter. I assume Exodus is over at this point, and yet it's and yet I think we're at the halfway point. Exactly. <laughs> I kind of think the Bible's coming to an end. Yeah, it seems like there couldn't possibly any more information. I mean, now it's just like trivial stories, you know, where people, I guess, mess up and God has to remind them. Yeah, like we've been through all the big ones. We know all the people that we could name have had their curtain calls. And now there has to be what, like a baby gets cut in half at some point soon? Oh, yep. That's one chapter. Yeah, that just seems like, though, that's you're just kind of going through the motions. I mean, this is it. God introduced himself. He wanted to be famous. He put on a pretty cool rock show and he came out with the 10 commandments and it feels like that's kind of where you end your your god biopic right yeah it seems like a really fitting yeah rise and fall and rise again yeah he got his you know he wanted to make rules for humans and he figured it out and we're good to go thanks god and he got to do his big stage show and it worked with a little help from Moses. It worked. He pulled it off. That stage show is ridiculous. I hope there, I wonder if there'll be more of that. Yeah, don't touch the don't mountain. Don't touch the mountain. Okay, now go back down the mountain. I mean, if you're God, I'm thinking you don't want to do another show and you're hoping that everyone forgets about that one. You mean because it was bad? I think it was just really stressful for him. <laughs> it just wasn't worth it. It seemed like it caused too much, it was too much pressure. He was so focused on everyone else. You know, that's such a clear indication of nerves of like being you know telling other people what they're doing wrong but not focusing on his own worries or his own performance probably because he was so nervous about it that it was more comfortable for him to point the blame on at other people yeah it's kind of a sweet ending like uh it's kind of the unexpected ending he did get the win that he wanted Mm. but it was so stressful to him that he's like, I don't, I can't do that again. I, I you know what? I'm done. That part of it is just not for me, and and I'm and I needed to do it though to realize that to get there. So it was good. It was a lesson. So I am going to remain friends with this guy that I kind of hate, and he kind of hates me, Moses. Uh, Dan, where are we as far as uh, you know, patrons, charts? Let me up emails. You. What's the give us the scoop? Let's ring a ding ding. Let's ring that bell because we've got a new patron. 
Nikki. Hey, Nikki. What a surprisingly normal name. Normal name, but two Ks is kind of cool. I'd say that's standard. No? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I was trying to, I was like, how else would you spell Nikki? And the other ones seem I mean, really no, I mean, weird. I've seen other variants, but they're even weirder. Yeah, the two Ks is, is your, your most average Nikki. Well, sorry about that, Nikki, but thank you for supporting the, the podcast. And Nikki. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Welcome. To Welcome to the God Squad. Enjoy the content that you are already getting. And, you know, we really got to hit them up with a new patrons only content it's time it's been a difficult it's been a minute it's been a minute to get there it's been a difficult journey for us to continue recording as regularly as we possibly can even just doing the normal job has been <laughs> grueling yeah. always a challenge i'm in my fourth closet i think yes you've just before this episode aired you had to travel to four closets to get the best internet signal only to find that none of them worked no i have to go back to the original closet. Um, so, you know, hopefully one day I'll get strong enough internet service that I could record in a regular person's room. You need a very, or just a very powerful closet. Oh, yeah. A, a closet for a king. <laughs> so, you know, real internet closet. I was hoping to break my way out of the closet, but you're saying what I need to do is upgrade my closet. Enhance the closet that you exist in. Make it, make it your world. It's true because... At least at that point, I'm accepting that I'm in the closet. Like, you're just going to be in there. Yeah. I mean, what's a closet if not a tiny world unto yourself? A hot room with no outlets. You could make whatever you want. Yeah, a hot room, no <laughs> no way to plug in. <laughs> always. It's always a and struggle. And don't forget, nothing good to sit on. No, and then I'm sitting on the... It has to be like the smallest possible chair I, I should take a picture of, of my recording setup for everyone at home to understand what's happening here. <laughs> It's a grim, yeah. It's a grim sight. And not, meanwhile, I'm on this just like comfortable office chair. No, and you've got like a little support. studio set up that like fuzzy wall to help you absorb the sound. Meanwhile, I have two scarves hanging up and a wet towel. Well, that's smart to wet the towel ahead of time. Yeah, the wetness that probably dampens it. Yeah, yeah. You should always take a shower <laughs> before your podcast. You didn't tell me it was a wet closet. That's that's worse. It's a regular closet, but there happens to be a wet towel in here. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to me. Just who I'm thinking sorry about to. how wet the air is going to be. Well, I've got it tough and Moses has got it tough in the Bible. Hey. Um, <laughs> was that a segue? Well, it was really like I was trying to, I wanted to bring up an email, but I couldn't get to the email. So I just oh. thought I would break it up. <laughs> it was just like a segue, but not to the right thing. It was sort of just like um, a little fit of rage to like get everything off of me. Just like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and now that everyone's like, whoa, whoa, I'm like, hey, you know what? We got a fun email. Just a question. This is just a question from a, a listener, Bryce, who I thought I thought this was an interesting question. And I know we're going to have the wrong Bryce, answer Bryce. to it. Yes. Thank you, Bryce. But he was asking, as people who have no idea what we're talking about with the Bible, what do you think happens when it goes from the Old Testament to the New Testament? Do you think that there's going to be a break and it'll be like chapter two, the New Testament? Or do you think it's just going to keep going? Or what are you imagining will happen between the two? I think we discussed this on an episode. I almost, I'm fairly confident that oh. we... So Bryce is just a bad listener? No, not a, I mean, or he's just like in sync with us mm. and where our heads are mm. at. But we, I don't know if we had an answer, but we definitely asked this question. If it was just at some point going to be an arbitrary, just in the same way the chapters seem to have no chapter endings, will it just roll into the New Testament and suddenly we're just in it? That's how everything else has been presented. That would be cool if it was like 10 years later and it's like God has like one arm now. And you're like, whoa, Whoa, what happened in the intervening time? That's cool. That would be really cool. One-armed God. (laughs) 
And the, the, the <laughs> New know, Testament like, is about... Who tore off God's arm? <laughs> it's like a mystery. That would be the best <laughs> chapter. <laughs> Who tore it off? Um, that's a great question. I don't know. Like, and are they going to go back to the beginning of time again? Mm, can't be. I can't imagine. Do you, I mean, do you have a guess? Just so when we get there, we can say, I'll, I'll guess. Uh, yeah, guess. I think my guess would be that the Old Testament does have an end because it thought it was ending. And there will be a one page that says the New Testament and then that will start. But where will it start? Oh, 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 like what? Oh, I guess it'll... Hmm. Gosh. You're saying like the New Testament is like a new book that you have to open to the first page. Yes, that's all I know. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I could say. That's about a good it. guess. Yeah. I'm not going to take that back. <laughs> I think that that's But okay, I think it's some I think it's not the birth of Jesus, but it's like leading up to. But does the old It's all Jesus. I think it's all Jesus all the time. Right. Mhm. That that makes a lot of sense. Well, first of all, I think for the ending of the I'm going to bet that the ending of the Old Testament is not going to go out with a bang, but is going to be like the biggest list you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be like reading an appendix that's the size of a book and it'll just end with the last name. It just happens to be something, but but it's unclear. Like, oh, did they want? It wasn't an important name. Yes. It was just like, that's it. Uh -huh. That was the last and one. And we'll just be like, whoa. Yeah, that's it will just be tired at the end. It'll just be a reminder not to put your altar on stairs so people can't look up your skirt and see your genitals. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite commandment of all time. That was crazy. And I think the, the commandment don't uh, don't have stairs cuz they will see your gooch. Um and then <laughs> As far as the beginning of the New Testament, I think birth of Jesus is a great one, but I do know there's a manger and all that stuff. So they have to set up all these people. Set up a manger. I think they're going to start with another evil bad guy. You know, like how Exodus started with like the pharaohs are, have turned evil now. Who's going to help us? It'll be like people have forgotten the Old Testament. Like they, you know, they've turned evil again. Who's going to save us? And there's it's, Romans are involved. And they like mary escapes like a a burning booby trap temple mm, so you're seeing more of like an indiana jones like indiana jones start mary is a uh tomb raider tomb raider <laughs> mary the tomb raider like comes out of a, a yeah. like a you know a temple that is like sunken into the ground and um like an old testament temple yes. like and they're like who were these yeah but we know like images on the wall and we're like oh that's the old testament people that she's seeing that's lamech that's lamech and she she takes the ten commandments or what have you yeah and then um she finds out later that she's pregnant somehow yeah that could be cool that makes sense Okay, so that's right. what we think is going to happen. Bryce, thanks for the question. I guess we'll find out in, um, you know, five to six years. Mm -hmm. We look forward to 2026, probably. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of um, numbers, should we get into Exodus chapter <laughs> 21? Speaking of years. Speaking of this podcast, should we continue it? <laughs> speaking of another thought, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, let's do it. I think we're, I mean, it, yes, basically, right? We left off. It was the Ten Commandments, and then it ended with two little extra commandments, the last one being not to put an altar on stairs because people will see your junk, your grundle, your taint. <laughs> so, yeah, we have no idea what will come next, but they've now heard the commandments. So how does God keep talking after that? <laughs> I'm sure he'll find 
away because <laughs> this guy does not stop talking and is he proud of himself of this like is he was what he said normal to him right and is moses also going to be like yes of course not. what is the reaction from god himself and also the others what is the reaction well, yeah in this reality good question let's find out right, so open up your bibles to exodus chapter 21 now these are the judgments with th which thou shalt set before them if thou buy... Okay, so I guess God is talking still. So he didn't even give Moses a chance. Yeah, no reaction. It's like, well, he, maybe he's trying to cover his tracks a little. And it's like, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of rules. So don't react. Just ask questions at the end. It's a pretty funny commercial break where you're like, that was probably the end of his speech. Nope. They just kind of went to commercials right in the middle. <laughs> they just had to. They're like, there's really no good... This, this is crazy. Point. We have like sponsors of the Bible. We have to get him in. <laughs> to get these commercials <laughs> so okay god continues if thou buy if thou buy a hebrew servant six years he shall serve and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing if he came in by himself he shall go out by himself if he were married then his wife shall go out with him if his mat so this is pretty crazy that god is just very casually endorsing slavery right right that's interesting you would think that after that whole debacle in egypt that was like one of the big takeaways was slavery is bad but no he's like here's how you do it <laughs> if you want to you know like let's let's be realistic about our slavery. you can have them but six six years is perfect nothing after that don't you know trick them like uh i forgot who did oh that yeah yeah Jacob. yeah his uh, uh uncle uh laban no laban yes yeah I was going to say Linus. <laughs> Linus. Yeah. We haven't met Linus yet. No Linus. That's just the blanket boy. And God again is like sticking with his whole six, his seventh year, you know, six years he'll serve. The seventh is free. It's like he had one good idea right at the beginning and he's kind of still cashing <laughs> in to it. on this whole sick to do six, do things for six times. And then the seventh time out. It's like when you see a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode that has like a very similar plot to a Seinfeld episode. And you're like, well, La Larry David is clearly reusing it, but you know, he came up with it. Yeah. So like, I guess you're should the guy. He, should he not? Yeah, it's a good question. Let him do it. Can like, you self-plagiarize this God, God ass? I mean, it's still funny. And to God, it's like, this still works. This thing has been, I, been crushing it. I already said, like, you know, take the seventh day for me. And now I'm already, I'm rolling into seventh and year. seven years. Seven and everything. Seven everything. Seven everything, right hand. Right hands and seven everything are kind of his two... <laughs> Things like if you come to God with any question, he's like, I think I know what he's going to tell me. Take a break after the seventh one. Yep. Use, <laughs> yeah. use your right hand. Seven is always considered kind of a lucky number, and it must be from this. Because God loves it. Lucky sevens. God continues about the Jewish servants. If his master have given him a wife, and she have borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her ch children shall be her master's, and he shall go out by himself. So they become slaves? And he leaves on his own? If she... Give him a wife. Um, he was a slave. If and, the master... And, how can a master give this guy, the servant a wife? Like, they're like, here's your wife now? Yeah, I would think so. And then he says... And then at, at the seventh year, the man is free, but his wife and children still belong to the master. That's cool, God. That glad, sucks. Glad we're clearing this up. What a bad... That's bad. It's so bad. Jeez, this is rough. Okay. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free, then his master shall bring him unto the judges. He shall also bring him to the door or unto the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an out with an awl and he shall serve him forever because he likes it so much so he has to get like a cool earring 
to show that. Is that what they're saying? Like you got a cool Asia brand? Uh, then his master must take him to the door or doorpost and publicly pierce his ear with, with an awl. Owl? I don't know what that is. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly some piercing device. Yeah, I guess. Um, after that, the slave will serve as master for life. Jeez. This is uh, kinky. <laughs> and if a master sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men servants do. So if a woman servant can never be free. Boy, this is like really heavy stuff. And it's pretty early in the Bible still for God to be yeah. laying down such a harsh rules. Why? Yeah. He's been more concerned about like coveting your neighbor's donkey, not building stairs and how to keep slaves your slaves. And like thou shalt not kill got like five words and you know this and then like tons of rules about how to keep a good slave yeah nothing about like how to treat other people treat yourself no. be good to the earth and to the world well maybe he's about to get to that yeah maybe maybe so he just wanted to get this out of the way let's it's probably the next probably the next rule now let's get to the fun stuff we'll give him the benefit of the doubt being nice if she the maidservant please not her master who hath betrothed her to himself then shall he let her be redeemed to sell her unto a strange nation he shall have no power seeing he hath dealt deceitfully with her i feel like i don't understand it but i bet i won't like it if i knew what it meant yeah when a man sells his daughter as a slave she will not be freed at the end of six years as the men are no explanation just Right. That's the rule. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't need to explain that. No, obviously. If she does not satisfy her owner, he must allow her to be bought back again. But he is not allowed to sell her to foreigners. Ugh, of course not. Dirty foreigners. <laughs> Since he is the one who broke the contract with her. But if the slave's owner arranges for her to marry his son... God, why is he thinking so deeply about this he's like all the possibilities yeah but no 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 no. hold on hold on i'm still thinking about this slave woman <laughs> he may not he may no longer treat her as a slave but as a daughter that's different <laughs> i don't okay okay i mean i guess you just gotta this is one of those situations where it's like just let god keep talking sometimes he's yeah this talk. is one of those chapters where it's like i'm just gonna read it but i don't have to agree with it i don't even have to understand it i'm just just reading the bible good talking to you man thank you thank you for helping us and Yes, I will see you tomorrow. And if he have betrothed her unto his son, he shall deal with her after the manner of daughters. If he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, which is clothes we learned, and her duty of marriage, shall he not diminish. And if he do not these three unto her, then shall she go out free without money. So if he fails in any of the... So if he like she... stops giving her food, clothing, or sex... She can say, I'm out of Hey, here. guess what? You're free. Just no money. Nothing. No money. <laughs> he that smiteth a man so that he die shall be surely put to death. And if a man lie not in wait, but God deliver him into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whither he shall flee. What's that about? So now we've moved on to, like, to killing. killing. And um, if it was simply an accident permitted by God, I will appoint a place of refuge where the slayer can run for safety. Okay, yeah. So if it's an accident, <laughs> so gets, that's like, fine. You can run. <laughs> it's like a little like base, like in tag. Right. You know, it's like, no, I'm, I'm safe. I'm on base. He'll be like, you have, you know, 30 minutes to get to this coordinate. Yeah, it's cool. It's like... Uh... 
The Running Man or like any number of sci-fi movies. It's like, yeah, I'll give you one hour to like, you'll, I'll give you a head start. Good luck. They can catch you. If they catch you, they can kill you. But if you get there, you're safe. You get a life. chance just to run. That's kind of exciting. That's cool. I would love to. I hope they show that one. Ugh, there's no way, but it would be awesome. I know. There's no way they're ever going to mention the ramifications of any of these ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the slave stuff. Yeah, yeah. maybe there'll be like pages and pages of slave rules. Sla- See? See what happens? See, you guys remember the slave rules. <laughs> <laughs> but if a man come presumptuously upon his neighbor to slay him with guile, thou shalt take him from mine altar that he may die. And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. When he that stealeth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. And he that curseth his father or his mother shall cur- sh- shall surely be put to death. And if... Can I ask, why is he making these rules now? Wouldn't it have made sense to give these to, like, Noah? You know, because it was like, I've cleared off, like, people. I want to start new. Here's how we're going to do it, even though I don't agree with a lot of these rules. But right. Here's here's my plan. Why is it that he let all this stuff happen? Yeah, it's a great point. And now it's Moses and they're lost and he's saying, okay, uh, by the way, here's pages upon pages of very specific rules. Yeah, like how to be better this time. And I totally, 100% agree. Like this is not related at all to the events that they have just experienced and if anything yeah that's that's why it feels strange i think with the slavery i mean those rules shouldn't be there anyway right but also like right after this whole big saga about not being slaves to be like and there's a bunch of rules about slavery and why it's good and also he even mentions in mine at least he says hebrew slave so he's like telling jewish people i think yeah like you can have your uh, slaves of your own people it's super weird and also god when he did leave when they did start over after the flood, he thought to himself, like, I'm not even going to touch this again. Like, people are just fully evil. I'm not even going to get involved. Yeah, it would have been a great time to make some rules. But I guess he sometimes just, like, he was just wrong. He is going to get involved. I can't help myself. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a Jewish mother, you know, just overbearing. He can't help it. I got to fix your hair. And I want to do, like, some sort of, like, smash cut, like a gif or something to, like, God said... Like before God said, like, I'm not going to do anything bad again. And then like cut to like God, a.k.a. the destroyer, like walking through the streets, like Terminator style. (laughs) Just just robocopping. Threatening people if they touch a mountain, they're going to get shot. (laughs) And saying, oh, there's rules about I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, how I can shoot you. You really did not follow through. And you're just like walking through the desert with a bunch of people every day. You're really, you're get, getting that involved. The destroyer part was like very much like the purge, you know, like I could really see like a kind of a horror movie through the Egyptian point of view of like, wow, tonight is the one night where like lock your doors, close the walls because like God's outside and he's shooting you. It's, it, man, that would be really interesting to to imagine, say, a regular Egyptian, because there is like a parallel to America, where it's like, to the rest of the world, America is often the bad guy. And, you know, when you see the facts, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. You know, we're, we're the bad guys. But for us, it's like, well, we're just living our everyday lives. I don't even know how not to be the bad guy consuming things that have right. hurt people. And, you know, you're just like, I, I don't know how else I would live. So if you were like an Egyptian 
in that situation, it, you know, it yeah, all... you're like, I'm not like the sum of all the bad things going on at the top level. Like I just live here, man. Yeah. And now I'm getting screwed. Yeah. Now my, my child's going to die and be an interesting, um, conundrum. Yeah. All right. Spinoff. Spinoff. Yeah. Spinoff book. All right. Where were we? Oh yes. So more stuff about slaves. I'm going to kill you for all these reasons. Kidnapping. Right. I like don't kidnap that as if kidnapping is that common. I mean, I guess Joseph's brothers would be, they would be put put to to death death. by these new rules. That's interesting. Yeah. New rules. It's almost, it's getting more conservative now than it was. Yeah, it's like you can't do a lot of the things you used to be able to do in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. It used to be a much more progressive environment where you could put people in ditches. I bet they still will, though. And if men strive together and one smite another with a stone or with his fist, and he did and he die not, but keepeth his bed, if he rise again and walk abroad with his staff, then shall he that smote him be quit. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time and shall cause him to be thoroughly healed. That's good. Yeah, that that one, that one seems kind of kind of interesting. Fine. If if so it's like if he doesn't kill this person, but he injures them enough that they're bedridden, he has to compensate them for lost wages and provide for his full recovery. That's nice. I like that one, yeah. And if a man smite his servant or his maid with a rod, and he die under his hand, he shall be surely punished. Notwithstanding, if he continue a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his money. Dan, fill me, what's going on, that one? If a man beats his male or female slave, great, great start, with a club, and the slave dies as a result, the owner must be punished. Mm -hmm. By who? We don't know. But if the slave recovers within a day or two, then the owner shall not be punished, since the slave is his property. What if it's a three-day recovery? Um... They don't say. There's no rule about that. You have to talk to a different god. <laughs> if men strive and hurt a woman with child so that her fruit depart from her, and yet no mischief follow, he shall be surely punished according as the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. And what does it mean when he says, I know what it means like when her fruit departs, that's sad. And yet, what was, and yet no mischief follow. If no further injury results. So as long as, if it's just a premature birth caused by trauma, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Then. Then you're good. Take it up with the judges. You're going to have to pay a fee. The judges will help you out. Talk to them. Get it out in, um. I think it's called arbitration. I mean, I've never had a real job in my life, so sounds like a sounds like the right kind of word for it. Yeah. So the judges will arbitrate. And if any mischief follow. Then thou shalt give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun little part. <laughs> he kind of, how come, yeah, like right in the middle of his long rule list, he just kind of started singing a little bit. Yeah, like the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, they tickle your nose. It's like a Halloween song. Yes, yeah, it did have a, a real like opening Halloween song number. Write that down, Moses. Write down that Halloween song. <laughs> okay, that's a Halloween song. He's just scatting <laughs> at this point. He's like, I'm inventing a lot of stuff. Like, I, okay, some of the stuff I'm going to say are like rules. Some are Halloween songs. Mm-hmm. Just, but like, get it all down. <laughs> We'll sort it out later. I'm just on a roll. Later, yeah, you'll make an outline and I can look back at the notes. Yeah, you tell me what it is. And if a man smite the eye of his servant or the eye of his maid, that it perish, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. If he just 
kills the guy's eye. Why you can't kill an eye? You just if you if you blind someone, you gotta let them go to compensate for the eye. That's what it says <laughs> in mine. Okay. Right. You gotta say, hey, sorry about that. You go have fun out there. So I bet slaves were probably trying to get their masters to blind them, like hit them in the eye, hit them and punch them in the eye, like Dobby, who had to get a sock to escape. Yeah. And if he smite out his manservant's tooth or his maidservant's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sake. That one seems even better. Wow, that's surprising. I mean, if you think about the value here, you have two eyes. You have have 32, 22. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Mm. I think 32. 28, 32. But still, you have a a pretty high number of teeth. Oh, yeah. To just get one loose. To get like knocked in the, just sock it to me, boss. Yeah. One tooth for six years off. Freedom. Hell yeah. If in, okay, this is a weird one. If an ox... Now, we're not talking about people anymore. We're talking about oxes, oxen. If <laughs> Again, in a- he's scatting. He's just <laughs> talking about whatever he's seeing in the room. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he sees ox, an ox. Okay. okay, what about oxes? Ox, New okay. rules for these ox. What am I thinking here? Ox, ox. If, okay, 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 okay. Imagine this. <laughs> if an ox gore a man or a woman that they die, then the ox shall be surely stoned, and his flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the ox shall be quit. What does quit mean? Just fired? What? Killed? So the owner of the ox will be held liable. He's responsible for what the ox did. Why do you have to stone the ox? I mean, I guess there's not that many ways to kill it. No, but I mean, why do you have to kill it at all? I guess they think he's a bad It's a, it's bad, a ba- ox. bad ox. He's a bad <laughs> ox. He killed a guy. He's going to kill again. <laughs> Got to show the ox, make an example of this ox. So they treat oxes like people. Because if other oxen see what happened and they think they can get away with it. They'll get, get, get ideas. Then they'll just be doing murder. You can't let them murder left and right. Be a very different world. Yeah, I'm so I'm very surprised that they went from like man and woman slavery to violence to ox violence and not like kids or other, things. you know, just all like many other laws that could be in place. It almost feels like there's like kind of a panic leap between the pun. If you punch out a tooth, you're free. And then I kind of feel like God like realized how like I think but like Moses looked up from his notebook and was like, huh? And then he's like, uh, uh, okay, ox, oxing, like just new page, new page, new page and a new crazy thought. I'm just going to have to, <laughs> I was on a roll. Now I'm not. The eye, the value of the tooth and the eye is like a, so a really different oversight. Yeah, that, that was a mess up. And, and right before he said that, he said, if someone gets your eye, you take out your own eye. So it's like, he's internally inconsistent ah yeah just just relax man he i feel like in these situations god needs to take a breath remember that he's god and like yeah why does he feel the need to have to you don't have to keep pushing yeah he's like why why do you have to say all these rules at once sometimes in the bible there's a list of names and then then you go away to a story it doesn't all have to happen right now yeah he's trying to get it all in take your time yeah he really wants to like nail it all right we have a we have a bunch more and I'm not going to lie, they're all ox related. <laughs> so get a little comfy. But if the ox were wont to push with his horn in time past, and it hath been testified to his owner, and he hath not kept him in, but that he hath killed a man or a woman, the ox shall be stoned, and his owner also shall be put to death. I think it means if this ox has killed before and he kills again, now you're in trouble. Now you're going to die, the owner. 
because you have a killer ox on your hands. But if you lived in this town and you found out a guy's ox killed someone, are you really going to muster up like the psycho energy you need to stone that guy to death? What do you mean? Because it says like you got then you kill him. You kill the person, too. Right. Imagine you being one of the townspeople that's like, I got to go kill my neighbor because his ox accidentally or however killed someone. Now I got to be a part of killing this guy. That's like a lot to put on people. Oh, I see. Well, right. Yeah. Like, is everyone self-policing here? Or is he just saying like the government will do this? But still, even then being part of the government that you're like, we got to kill a guy today because of this ox thing. Well, I feel like you're just kind of touching on like a larger issue with like policing i guess so and like you might just have a problem like it's kind of like is it just you just like just this kind of justice where people get punished yeah yes yeah defund the oxen police defund the ox police <laughs> that's something i don't know what it is but it's something if there be laid on him a sum of money then he shall give for the ransom of his life what whatsoever is laid upon him so it's basically like you could also give him you could just give the dead person's family some money and if they think that that's good they'll, it'll, it'll it'll be done oh wow so even this early in history yeah, it's like money, you can also baby. just yeah money greenbacks can get your get you you could do anything if you have access to like a lot of funds that'd be great yeah then just if the widow's cool with it you're off the hook, baby. There was a joke in one writer's room that I worked in where like a very, you know, TV writer that had been working forever. So she was very wealthy, made a joke how like when her friends, if she does something that made her friends mad, she'd jokingly be like, you know, how about a hundred dollars with that? Like make it go away. Uh. And that like it, it would work. <laughs> I mean, it's so like gross and dirty that's but crazy. also i'm like you know i could see if like my friend sort of annoyed me a little bit or something and then gave me a hundred bucks i'd be like yeah all right whatever you know water under the bridge yeah like that's nice <laughs> it's so sad that it that can work yeah that's sad but true maybe she read this verse in the bible mm, and was inspired got the idea from god whether he have gored a son or have gored a daughter according to this judgment shall it be done unto him if the ox shall push a manservant or a maidservant, he shall give unto their master thirty shekels of silver, and the ox shall be stoned. And if a man shall open a pit, or if a pit, or, or if a man shall dig a pit. Okay, so we're moving on to pits. <laughs> His third favorite topic. <laughs> the Bible loves pits. And if a man shall dig a pit and not cover it, and an ox or an ass fall therein. The owner of the pit shall make it good and give money unto the owner of them and the dead beast shall be his. My one time that I served on jury duty, it was about a person who was on a bike that fell into a pit um, that was not properly barricaded by a gas company. Oh, that that's crazy. That's exactly what God's talking about. Yeah. This is a huge issue. God. Care. A timeless issue. Yeah, apparently this, I guess this has been happening. If someone falls into a pit, whose fault is it? <laughs> And God says the owner of the pit. That's fair. That's how I would have ruled. It ended up being settled out of court, but that's how I would have ruled. And if one man's ox hurt another's th that he die, then they shall sell the live ox and divide the money of it, and the dead ox also they shall divide. Or if it be known that the ox hath used to push in time past, and his owner hath not kept him in, he shall surely pay ox for ox, and the dead shall be his own. The end of that chapter that was took a hard pivot into oxes. <laughs>
Remember when God cared about people? Well, now he only cares about ox. ox I guess it's just, I I mean, I hardly have to call it out, but like so bizarre that, I mean, is he going to, he's not going to give this much attention to every animal. There's so many other animals. I guess because ox must play such a big part in farming and their everyday life. And I guess male oxen are violent or prone to violence that's my guess is like, like you have to, pre- so you have to presume yeah like you have it's like you assu- i guess assume though they've never mentioned ox at all barely that it's no. like they must play a huge such a bigger part of their lives than we imagined that there are ox everywhere you would think that it would that it would just play a bigger part in like the religion as a whole like if if there's such a big deal yeah that like part of you know i don't know like art of like biblical art there would be more ox oxen involved yeah it's super weird and also like they're in the middle of the desert again to your point about like why now i don't think they have like one single ox among them yeah like how would a slave who was a runaway slave also have an ox i mean i guess maybe if they stole some yeah it just seems like these rules are so like inapplicable and they're also like it feels like they're more applicable for the upper class people who have money and have ox. Well, I don't know. Maybe they were cheap at the time. Well, that's true. Maybe they were like a gazillion oxen. Yeah, I, I'm imagining that these rules are like going to be hard for, again, runaway slaves who I imagine just don't have much right now. It feels like he's getting into like, you know, nitty gritty territory that really doesn't apply to these people's everyday lives. Now, Dan, if you had to, if you were a betting man and you had to bet if the next chapter is going to be more ox rules, would you say yes or no? Because I know the answer at this point. A hard yes. But yes. Yeah. It's all ox. I think we're going to be on ox for a while. For, for, I think that's, now I think we have our answer for what the second half of Exodus is all about. Oxidus. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ox is hidden in the name. Exodus. That's what that's what it really means. The freedom of the ox. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Finally. Ox. I feel like there's like uh some anagram here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what does it really mean? Like ox USA. Deus ox. Deus ox. <laughs> Deus ox or ox USA. I we, we shouldn't check Deus. the letters. I think it's one Deus Ox is perfect. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Has anyone talked about this? <laughs> I don't think so. I can't believe I thought of that in a hot closet. Maybe that's why. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh. So I like... mean, great title for this episode. Great title for Definitely. this podcast. I mean, wow. Incredible. Dave's Ox. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not also forget Ox USA. <laughs> oh my <laughs> My, mine was like just i was like well cruise in usa is a thing <laughs> I, I know cru- i know cruise in usa which i would play like at a restaurant oh, and, <laughs> and cruising sort of has like a car in the desert <laughs> as like its logo i feel like it's like a cool fast yeah, red car it's like i kind of feel like that's what they're doing in this in this book 
They're kind of cruising USA. <laughs> it's crazy because as soon as you said Ox USA, I really did have the image of like, you know, one of those like batting cages. The sign above the arcade. Yeah, like I thought like batting cages arcade facility. Ox USA. Yeah, it went right back there. Yeah, like that's exactly what I thought was like a row of arcade games, maybe some batting cages, some pizza and hot oh pretzels. Oh my gosh, I'd love to go back there. What a time in my life. <laughs> Although like someone... A friend of mine said that they did go to a batting cage not too long ago and like it was really hard and it hurt. <laughs> oh. Like it hurt it hurt. As like their an adult. To, yeah, like rattled the Yeah, hands. it's just like it's not very pleasurable and like you think you're it, it's gonna you're gonna get like a satisfying, you know, like yeah, line drive, but I think your friend your form is all off was either hurt. hitting too close to the wrist or was not following through with the swing was one of those. Yeah, so you're just getting like foul tips. Yeah. Well, um, oh, you know what? Just another tangent. I just like, we're right now we're in Los Angeles, which is under like super full lockdown and they only just recently closed batting cages. And it really made me laugh <laughs> thinking of like the guy who's like reacting to that news that actually like that was like important. He's like, ah, no. Kidding me? That's as he ha- he's holding his helmet and his bat that he brings to the cages. I go to the batting cage every week. I need that. I, an adult man, need those batting cages. (laughs) To practice batting. But I'm not a professional (laughs) baseball player, nor am I a child in a league. If I was a professional baseball player, I'd be batting at a professional baseball facility. Yeah, which are still open. (laughs) No, it's gotten that bad that I can't (laughs) bat. And it was like deep into COVID. It wasn't like the first thing to go. Like like a very touchy-feely grody bacteria plagued area they're like save that one for way last keep the batting cages open if people want to crack a few dingers they should have that right all right anyway should we should we blow through these rules let's do it i think we've got another thick rule chapter ahead of us exodus chapter 22 if a man shall steal an ox <laughs> great opening so it's back to men at least it's men it's men in their relationship it, to the it, ox. It, to ox yeah at least no make it us think that these rules are for ox by ox for ox (laughs) this is a lot of slogans in this chapter if a man shall steal an ox or a sheep and kill it or sell it he shall restore five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep settlers of Catan. very if a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die there shall no blood be shed for him. What's if a thief be found breaking up? What's that mean? That's, that's just a, a breaking into a house. That's that's such a weird way of putting it. Oh, breaking up. I can't even understand how in King James's time that would equate to breaking into a house. That, how that could make sense, breaking yeah. up. <laughs> it's like breaking bad, but not. If a thief is caught breaking up with his girlfriend. That's what I thought. It's like, don't kill him. <laughs> He might have he might have good reason, okay. If, if he's being a nice guy and is ending the relationship for the right reasons. Oh, they're saying and you know if you if a thief is breaking into your house and you kill that thief, you are fine, is what they're saying. If the sun be risen upon him, there shall be blood shed for him, for he should make full restitution. If he have nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. All right, put a thief in jail. But if if it happens during the daylight, the one who killed the thief is guilty of murder. What? That's interesting. It's it's an issue of time. If the sun be risen upon him, then there will then you will be punished. So only nighttime thieves. Why? I don't know. That's a, that's an odd one. No killing. What if what if also if it's like during the sunset? It's a dusky scene, the golden hour. If the sun be risen upon him, there shall be blood shed for him. 
I don't know. I, I don't even, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, that one's, that's an odd one. In all these weird rules, that one's even stands out as weird. You know who we haven't called upon lately is Nate. I know. Well, Nate actually wrote to us recently and said that he ha- he hadn't been able to listen for a little while, but he did start to catch up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I was yeah. like, oh, where's Nate? I know, I know. Because it was like, where's Nate with our answers? Nate, please Nate. listen to every episode and answer this question. <laughs> What's going on with the thief and the son? Explain. Thanks, Nate. If the theft be certainly found in his hand alive, whether it be ox or ass or sheep, he shall restore double. What? I, I, who cares? He's he's gonna double the the animals that he stole. Okay, uh, that's what. Like guys, th- that's like when someone has to pay a fine for overdrafting their checking account. It's like years. They don't have money. Right. Yeah, but now you owe us more money. Right. They just stole your animal. They don't have them. Right. Hmm. If a man shall cause a field or vineyard to be eaten and shall put in his beast, and shall feed in another man's field, of the best of his own field, and of the best of his own vineyard, shall he make restitution. If fire break out, and catch in thorns, so that the stacks of corn, or the standing corn, or the field be consumed therewith, he that kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. All right, I'm blowing through these, because there's not much to say. It's just like, yeah, you'll have to pay if you do these things. It's also like, now the rules are getting really kind of amorphous and it's like fires and doesn't it's not even about ox anymore. Yeah, I almost liked it when it was just ox. Now it's all over the place. If a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money or stuff to keep and it be stolen out of the man's house, if the thief be found, let him pay double. I love that uh, this King James uses the word stuff. Yes, yeah, stuff, stuff to keep. <laughs> stuff to keep can you be more specific it's like the most modern way to even say like thine possessions or no eh, stuff he's got stuff what's it called you know <laughs> just like stuff to keep you know what am i trying to say if the thief be not found then the master of the house shall be brought unto the judges to see whether he have put his hand unto his neighbor's goods fine uh, i'm fine uh, fine we could get into it but you fine. know what honestly <laughs> If you guys commit the crime, we'll go back to this chapter and we'll talk about it. But I don't right. I don't get it. I don't care. I don't think we need to know every single one of these. I don't think they all fully make sense even. For all manner of trespass, whether it be for ox, for ass, for sheep, for raiment, or for any manner of lost thing, which another challengeth to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whom the judges shall condemn, he shall pay double unto his neighbor. It seems like he's repeating some of this stuff. A lot of repeating and a lot of like, this isn't exactly a clear rule. It's like, then the judges will tell you who's right or wrong. Well, no, that's what the rules are for. Not to be too um, naughty boy, but I do love the phrase for ass. Yeah, whether whatever it's you're trespassing for, for <laughs> ass. Yeah, it's a little crude. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) If a man deliver unto his neighbor an ass or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep and it die or be hurt or driven away, no man seeing it, then shall an oath of the Lord be between them both that he hath not put his hand unto his neighbor's goods and the owner of it shall accept thereof and he shall not make it good. Who cares? And if it, I'm over this list. I'm hard over it. And if it be stolen from him, he shall make restitution unto the owner thereof. If it be torn in pieces, then let him bring it for witness, and he shall not make good that which was torn. God loves things getting ripped to shreds. And he only has these few elements. He's like, he's expanding his vocabulary. He's got man, ox, pit, 
and now sheep. And he now has to like, it's like every time he adds a new element, it's like the number of combinations like multiplies exponentially. exponentially. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, shoot. Okay, now every combination with a sheep. What if a sheep and an, and a pit, you know, get gored by an ox? <laughs> If a sheep tears a pit to shreds, <laughs> your the thief has to pay double. Right now, there's for a thief, ass. right, and the thief comes in. Yeah. Who and it's sun and it's not and it's sunlight is up. The sun is up. Sun. Oh God! Each all the rules have a daytime and a nighttime. Have a daytime version. nighttime toggle. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite will always happen with like the daytime nighttime cop and the four elements. There's like roughly like two billion combinations. Of these rules. And we're going to hear them all. Well, speaking of, and if a man borrow aught of his neighbor and it be hurt or die, the owner thereof being not with it, he shall surely make it good. But if the owner thereof be with it, he shall not make it good. If it be a hired thing, it came for his hire. So now add another toggle of are people there or not there when it happened. And also if they're renting an ox he's saying in one version it's if you borrow an ox which i would love to know a situation where someone is like hey can i get one ox for like the day yeah <laughs> just for the day thanks man yeah i'd appreciate that um and then also though renting ox right i have things to do just today just today it should it, I, I i usually my ox can do it but i think, I think but my ox is busy yeah my ox is in a pit <laughs> yes he's been torn to pieces in a pit somewhere my ox is a sim, and it's in a pool without a ladder, and it's just walking around. But don't worry, I'm good for the money, I'm gonna get double. Should an ox, a sheep, and an ass be on one side of the river, and you want to get them to the other side of the river? Oh, there's a lot, of, yeah. It's like a little logic puzzle. Oh, wow, actually we're getting into some really weird ones, so I'm happy about that. Great, okay. They're gonna get weirder and weirder. And if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed and lie with her, he shall surely endow her to be his wife. If her father utterly refused to give her unto him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. Now here's a big one. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live, period. <laughs> no further talk of witches. And moving on. <laughs> witches exist. Kill them on sight. Done. Nothing more to say about that. Never, ever let a witch to live. <laughs> wow. And that's after, like having sex with a virgin that you own bang shoot him whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death all right bestiality check oh wow yep they talk about it and there you go i didn't realize he that sacrificeth unto any god save unto the lord only he shall be utterly destroyed which i guess utterly destroyed i imagine is like somehow worse than death or else why would you not just say death? Maybe that means like ripped to pieces in a pit? I kind of think ripped to pieces and thrown in a pit, yeah. That seems to me the way you utterly destroy someone these days. Blast him with the gun of the destroyer. The, uh, like <laughs> yeah, the you... Crazy... As they're falling into the pit, you shoot them with your laser gun. <laughs> your cool glowing green laser gun. So that when they hit the bottom, they explode. Thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Don't even make us, is vex? That means just like make them angry, right? Say, don't even make a stranger angry. Yeah, don't mistreat or oppose, oppress foreigners. That's very interesting. That seems like so humane for- That's like the first nice one. I mean, it's so a chapter and a half of 
like slavery and kill witches and kill people that have sex with ox and then it's like and also just be nice to your neighbors guys anyone who you don't know they could you know because you were stranger you You were were a stranger buddy yeah don't ever forget that okay nice weirdly nice ye shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child if thou afflict them in any wise and they cry at all unto me i will surely hear their cry and my wrath shall wax hot and I will kill you with the sword. <laughs> I can't even. This got so crazy. <laughs> and I will kill you with the sword. And your wives shall be widows. And your children fatherless. Whoa, God. Wow. I'm standing up for these guys. You got so heated about don't mess with widows or fatherless children. It's very sweet of him. I mean, it, it's nice to see him have a soft spot for like the needy. but For widows and, and fatherless children. And I'll, cr- I'll crush you. Now, what about an orphaned sorceress? I'll kill you with a sword. So if we had any question about what weapon the destroyer was carrying, it was a sword, probably. Big, like, broad sword, I'm imagining. like a Likely on fire or, or fueled with laser energy. Flaming broadsword. If thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him a usurer. Neither shall thou lay upon him usury. Don't be a usurer, guys. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Don't uh, charge interest. Yeah, don't charge interest. Just let him borrow the money. Wow, that's nice. This, why are they nice? Why are they it's getting so nice? But with still with the but with so much attitude, more attitude than ever. Right. Both nicer and more attitude. I feel like he should have opened with these. These are nice ones. Yeah, and then you're like at least on his side a little bit and are like, okay, I'm listening to the rules and then you can say like, oh yeah, and kill sorcerers kill on the witches, spot. And here's like a lot of rules about sheep and ox. If thou at all take thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him by that sun goeth down. For that is his covering only. It is his raiment for his skin. Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass when he crieth unto me that I will hear, for I am gracious. So he doesn't want you to borrow your neighbor's, your neighbor's blanket. Clothes. Oh, it's blanket. Is that what they're saying? Uh, I think it's a little bit. It's because in mine it says like cloak. Well, it's both, right? It's if like, you take your neighbor's cloak as a secu- as security for a loan, you must return it before sunset. Because he got to sleep. This coat is maybe the only blanket your neighbor has. How's he going to sleep? He's going to be freezing. These are so nice. What happened? I know. Don't take their cloak. You know, some people use that for a blanket. You really should think about that. <laughs> That's like more like etiquette than a rule. He's just being he's just being nice at this point. He actually doesn't mention that he's going to kill you with the sword anymore. He's more just like, I'll hear their cries. That's it. Maybe it's implied. Yeah, I guess he mentioned the sword. He doesn't need to mention it. You don't have to mention it twice. Yeah, you know what happens when I hear the cries. Then I start waxing hot. Thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. Well, that one's interesting. What is thou shalt, you shouldn't revile the gods? Isn't revile means you shouldn't hate the gods? Yeah, in in mine it says you must not dishonor God, which makes sense. It seems odd to me that he'd be sticking up for other gods. Yeah, well, I thought his whole big thing was I hate other gods. Yeah, I gotta kill them. I feel like they changed it in yours because they're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Why would he say thou shalt not revile? Yeah, he must must have just like... Fully misspoke on that one. And then don't curse any of your rulers seems really weird because it's like the fair 
was enslaving the Israelites. Right, so we don't like him. You want to speak truth to power. Yeah, okay, God. Well, Seems odd that he's like, don't, don't, don't besmirch them. They're, they're just trying their best. Well, he's almost done with this list, so maybe he's falling asleep at this point and a little confused. Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of thy ripe fruits and of thy liquors. The firstborn of thy sons shall thou, shall thou give unto me. Okay. I don't know how he means that exactly, but yeah, you're going to give me your firstborn sons. How? I don't know. It just You're not going to like kill them. I don't think so. And like they don't like live with him in like God's God orphanage or something. Right. Oh. Maybe just like let them know that I'm in charge kind of thing. It almost it was like he slipped that one in. Like his in the same verse that he's saying like you should give me ripe fruit and liquor. He's like and also your firstborn son. Who? Why? To what? Eat the right fruit with you and drink liquor? It's like, dare I say a little... Yeah, I want to hang out with them. Pervy. <laughs> like, I want to hang out with your kids. Give me some... We want to eat fruit, drink liquor, just just chill. I want to party with your sons, that's all. <laughs> that's not weird. All right. Yeah. Likewise shall thou do with thine oxen and with thy sheep. Seven days it shall be with his dam. And on the eighth day, thou shalt give it to me. The eighth day. Eighth day now. He's getting a little freaky. And last but not least, and ye shall be holy men unto me. Neither shall ye eat eat any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. Ye shall cast it to the dogs. And what better way to end this insane (laughs) chapter than add a sixth element, which is dogs. Yeah, there's a bunch of dogs around all of a sudden, and it's like, don't, whoa, whoa, any, like, nasty animal that got killed by another animal, just give that to the dogs. I don't don't want that. Yeah, oh, yeah, and there's dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah, and everyone has a dog. They love their dogs. Is this the first mention of dogs in the Bible? Probably. At least, I mean, especially as, like, being, you know, in the home of people. Yeah, like having, yeah, right, instead of just, like, dogs in the wilderness or who knows what, yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, wild dogs. It's like, no, well, everybody has, like, a bunch of oxen and dogs. Yeah. Come on. Don't you know (laughs) Okay, well, we didn't know. You never told us. Look, if a dog rips a pit in half, um, wow. So, you know, we've been warned about some of these rules. I didn't know they would be coming so early on in Exodus. No, I thought it was a whole book of them. Yeah, so that's an interesting preview into what we're, uh, Uh, getting into for better or worse you know i didn't hate the later rules that started getting like going just totally nuts it was more the part about like certain like all these crimes that you could commit to an ox and like how much you have to pay that i was like this is getting a little in the weeds both hard to follow and even when we follow it i don't really care no but there were some good ones there were some interesting ones it's weird that god was kind of a good guy for a moment there i didn't know he hated sorceresses that much for a second he got like really self-righteous he started like crying thinking about like the poor widows and the fatherless child you'd almost think based on everything else that he's done he would hate them it's like i don't need them i don't have a use for a widow i kind of think so too yeah i think like i could have easily seen him being like and if there's a widow like you could either sell her you know make her a servant like just nothing yeah like there'd be more rules like well a widow is worth half as much as like a virgin right god he talks it but he was like no no sweet widow protect the widows protect the fatherless (laughs) child or you will feel my sword i think he loves men so much that the idea of either a woman or a child without the man in their lives is just so sad they're like give these people a break they don't have a man i think you nailed it that it's like imagine a life with Without the man, so sad. Servants, pet. (laughs) Makes me cry. (laughs) Well, 
Well, we read some rules. That was kind of it. That was all rules. God, that was that was something. Everybody should go take a walk outside or something now. And right after the Ten Commandments, yeah, that one felt kind of gross to me. I feel kind of icky. You know, it's interesting that like when people talk about this general part about the Bible, it makes sense to me that they just focus on the Ten Commandments, even though there's really <laughs> many. Yeah, like. 50 commandments that see like he there's no i didn't see any demarcation that said the first 10 were more important than what we're hearing now like it just seems like this is all the same like download yeah i would say he feels that they are of the same level of importance yeah all of them but some reason i think for a good reason we don't really reflect on like here are the 50 commandments one of them's kill witches on site (laughs) blast them half of them are about ox rules it is interesting too how like so much of the bible and again maybe the new testament has different stuff to offer but is like it's really just like guides you know for your everyday life and no matter what year it is it's it's always applicable and how just some of them are completely unapplicable (laughs) most of them almost all of them just the ox stuff ox stuff alone yes almost all of them are just useless i can't imagine even the rules I'd be shocked if the people that currently work with oxen today in the world follow, <laughs> follow any of these, these rules. No, they'd be like, no, 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 no. We don't do God's rules. Those are bad. No, those rules are you would be ox. wasting oxen. ox left yeah, and right. Don't do that. Don't no, do no, that. No. We've got our own system. We have like a really short pamphlet that like works for us. Clear, easy to understand. And it's everybody's happy. Yeah. Especially the ox. The ox, the oxen, most of all, they're delighted. Well, I would say the biggest thing you did, Dan, I mean... I think you blew this book wide open with Deus Ox. Deus <laughs> It's right there. It's right there. Deus Ox, Ox USA, they're right there. It's going to be hard for me to call this chapter Exodus from this point on, because there's clearly a better name that's staring us at the face. Yes, from now on, it will be known as Deus Ox, <laughs> the Ox God. Well, truly one of the more insane things I've read yeah that's true just i would say even in my life and i've read some weird you know murakami stuff yeah yeah this is pretty those are some weird books but this was much stranger because this guy means it (laughs) because it's (laughs) because he means it and a lot of people think this is really important yeah no one's like reading a murakami like book about like how i had a dream about a cat and they're like what does it mean what does it mean like how do i follow this in my life yes is it yes it's not thousands of years of people talking about it and dissecting it um getting tax exemptions for that <laughs> yeah all right well that's the bible who knows what'll happen next time maybe more rules i've got to imagine we we might be heading into like i wonder if it's going to be like all rules all the time or like what happens to moses at this point i don't know do we just like at a certain point cut to moses and he's a skeleton after <laughs> reading like <laughs> all like those hundreds of years of transcribing yeah. rules? oh i forgot to you should have taken a break to eat lunch yeah <laughs> Use the bathroom or... Sorry. Well, sorry about that, Moses. Thank you for being such a trusty assistant. Anyway... You are really my best friend. Cut to the kingdom of Israel. Because <laughs> Israel, I guess, has to be, like, established at some point. And it's got to be coming up. Right. Yeah, they're heading there. Heading there. Um, okay, well, that was that was really interesting, really bizarre. Thank you guys um, for everything. For listening, for talking with us, for tweeting with us. And, um, yeah, keep reading those Bibles and keep telling people about the show and rating us on iTunes. Constantly be rating us on Constantly iTunes. keep rating, even though it lets you do it once. Just keep hitting that button. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll make a mistake. Yeah, just one mistake would really help us out. <laughs> Everybody pray for mistakes to help us. All right. See you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.